Hello. Hello. Hey. Oh, I'm here. Uh, huh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You have have an early tea time? <laughs> it's uh, my breakfast, actually. You have a tea for breakfast? thing I've eaten today. Is that paleo? It's a bowl, this uh, empty bowl with a spoon in it. Yeah. Oh, what did it used to have in it? Uh, honey nut Cheerios and a little banana. Oh, a little bit of honey nut in your bowl. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you like that bee when you were little? I don't like the redesign of the bee. I like the original oh. sort of 70s, 80s oh, I bee. See that. I always thought he was a little sweaty. Honey nut Cheerios bee. You want to look him up? Yeah. we got two sponsors today, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to look that up. I was carrying you like a baby. Do you think I do this? Oh my God. This is why I stopped preparing. <laughs> or have I? It's <laughs> valid. Uh, oh, valid. Bu- his name is Buzz B. He. Oh, that's his name, Buzz. <clears throat> yeah, because he's a B. Like Buzz, like Buzz yeah, like Lightyear. Oh, this mm-hmm. is a good page. I'm on the internet. Sign- I'll put this in show notes, Dan. Dan, where do people find uh, show notes for episode 611? Back to work.limo slash 611. Well, did I get that right? Did you uh, check me? Uh, well, no. Gosh, Actually, just, that'd be 610. 610. <laughs> I'm just go. I just trust. It's all about trust with, with us. You and me. Well, one another. That's going to be a problem. Each of us. 610. Uh-huh. Back to work.limo mm. slash whatever it takes to get there. Slash 610. Um, do you follow the Big Lebowski account on Twitter? Yes. Oh, my God. They're getting up to my... <laughs> You know, they're in my favorite scene right now. They're in, right now, they're in the midst of one of the greatest scenes in film, as you know. Because it's, 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 league, it's, league, it's league play. Mm-hmm. Are wrong? You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> okay. And, um, and um, um, I, I, I only noticed just this time, probably the, let me check, 56. Seventh or fifty eighth watch of it. It looks like there might be a name for the dog on the kennel, but I've always heard the dog referred to as Cynthia's oh. dog. Yeah, I didn't think that. And there when was I a... got the playset, or excuse me, the collectible maquette <laughs> um, of the dude <laughs> right. and Walter and uh, Cynthia's dog and a bowling bag, I believe he was referred to as Cynthia's dog. But as of today, we're right up to Walter says Smokey's over the line. Market zero, and then uh, what is Smokey? Market eight, right? So is that what Smokey says? Uh, he says market eight. Yeah. yeah, he's fragile. I did not know that. <laughs> but that means that sometime I can't do the math on this because I whoever the way this guy who got this person I think it's a guy who does this account. What he does is every day he posts a screen screen grab of the Big Lebowski. But it isn't like frame by frame. It's like, I think in, in writing, you might call it beat by beat kind of. It's like, you know, whenever somebody says something. And as of right now, I think we're up to Smokey saying, he's your partner, dude. You know, he's acting crazy. Walter's about to take out the gun. And that means in the next week or so, we're going to get to the point where he tells Smokey he's entering a world of pain. And then Cynthia's dog keeps jumping on his leg. And for some reason, that cut away to Cynthia's dog jumping on Walter's leg in the middle of that scene and barking is still ridiculously funny to me. I think it's a, I think it's a Pomeranian. It's got papers. You can't board it. <laughs> His hair falls out. It's got fucking papers. Didn't rent it. <clears throat> fucking shoes. I didn't, didn't buy it a beer. 
Oh, so, oh, you know what? I have something adjacent to that today, and I don't usually post things like this from uh, <sighs> Ernest Twitter, but I saw yeah. something today that I'd heard this before, but I'd never seen this. I'll put this into notes as well. I'm going to send this to you on our super secret private text channel. Oh, my God. I really need to clean my keyboard. Oof. What's going salt, on? Salt, I think. I think I have salt in the keys. You'll never get well, that out. Well, really. you pound it. I just pounded it. I didn't get it all out. Nice. And right now, my, my E is bad. And if you've ever watched the TV show Wheel of Fortune, you know that is the wrong letter to not be able to pick. You use that a lot That in the I English do. language. I, I, a use lot it, I use it once in my name, no matter what. It's a, I just sent you a photograph of uh, a very young Steve Buscemi. And it Ooh. says Steve Buscemi served from... <gasps> Whoa, that's... That okay, looks like a you deep do this. fake. I'm going to add this to notes while you. <laughs> it's totally a deep. Oh, it's totally he's, a deep He's an fake. angel, is what he is. Please describe he's first. Describe boy. the photo, and then please read what this says, if you don't mind. This is related to um, the Big Lebowski. Yes. Phone's ringing, dude. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> I'm, I'm the so walrus. So this is a. This is a picture of v. Steve, aka Donnie, who is, appears to be. Steve Buscemi looks about you know, twenty. This is one of. Yeah, I was going to say this is this is it says that he served from 1980 to 1984 on Engine Company 55 in Manhattan's Little Italy. He is wearing a uniform. The uniform is a it is a blue shirt. He it's has like he's an RTC two, kind of. Yeah, he has a pin on each um, on each corner of Probably his rank. collar. Yeah. He has a black tie. Uh, it's the shirt is a light blue, almost an Oxford yeah. style shirt, and he has some he kind of stand patch on to his the left iron arm. Next time. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> and the thing about it is, he's slouching a little. Mm-hmm. His head not. is slightly tilted, and he's not looking at the camera. He's looking right above the camera, probably where the photographer was speaking to him, saying, "Look at the camera." Mm-hmm. And he's making eye contact with someone who's slightly above the camera, which gives him a sort of far away, mm-hmm. or as you would say, a thousand yard, or in this case, a hundred foot That's stare. A good those are good burgers, dude. Mm-hmm. Got and the menu I wanted, uh, you know, it says he donned the uniform once once more when he voluntarily returned to his station the day after 9-11 and spent a week of 12-hour shifts do, digging through the rubble with his former FDNY colleagues. Wow. There's something about him, though, in this that I would almost say he looks more like a, a Cub Scout. Yeah. That's why I say ROTC. Than a fireman. He, oh, shoot. I added this to the wrong podcast. Oh, that's no good. Oh, no. Well, it's oh, directives no. now. Um, which one are you? You are over here. <laughs> oh, well, now you got to talk about it. All. Now I got to talk about it. I can't take it out. I've been admonished by Syracuse and not to add links before the show. And um, I'll leave it to the not listener. To I'll leave it to the thing. listener to decide how much that has changed what I do. Uh, I first, and now as long, I think I added that to notes. And uh, this is a long episode because we've got two sponsors and we have a lot to talk about. The yeah. Switch, and I don't mean Nintendo. And I'm going to also put into notes. Now, this is not going to be as good today or as important today as this was. Let's talk about something important. Okay, let's talk about something. Get them to sign on the independent film that is dotted. I was obsessed with REM when I was a young person. And my friend Michael was like, you guys... I mean, if you believe that, you know, they could put a man on them. Right, man. Night, night Swimming. I, 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 it's not my favorite album. Um, the It's a little overrated. It's um, fine. Enjoy what you like. You know, Hakuna Matata. Yeah. You know, the airbrushed my face, he mm. said. So, so, mm. so, so my friend Michael, who, who was my, you know, my, my best friend in college, and, well, I mean, uh, I, I'm not going to rank. I don't pick favorites. Him and Dennis, probably. Anyway, 
He says, you should see this movie, this guy, you know that artist Robert Longo? And I said, yes, I know the artist Robert Longo. He's that guy that paints those pictures of people like falling through space. And uh, he's a, an interesting like New York art scene guy. He directed a film called Arena Brains. And here's what I, I'm going to put this in the notes. I'm here to tell you this is not good. It's not okay. good, but it is, on, on the second hand, very important to me. And on the first hand, a, just a delight at the time. Okay? Directed mm -hmm. by Robert Longo. I think it was written totally or almost totally by Eric Bogosian, who was a performance artist in New York that did monologues, later went on to do some mainstream acting, for people who listen to this, you might know him best as Gil Evis, on uh, whom Roman calls Beavis, on uh, Succession. That senator oh. the show works for. That's Eric Bogosian. He also did that. Um, he did that movie. I think he did Talk Radio. I think that was him. Anyways. Oh yeah, he's a great actor. He, it's the, uh, Talk Radio. That was a that was a great movie that I'm very movie underrated. Starts, I feel like. He does this monologue, a monologue that I had committed to memory, a four minute monologue I committed to memory, and once stood up in the cafeteria at New College and delivered um, to very little acclaim. You you cannot win. You can't win. It's a conspiracy. You work. You're slave to make a few bucks. It sounds better when Eric goes in. Let, let me tell you some of the people. There's a bunch of vignettes, of little scenes in New York City. And it includes, obviously, Eric Bogosian, a pre-Goodfellas Ray Liotta, uh -huh. a very young Steve Buscemi helping to steal a car radio, Michael Stipe going to order a cheese sandwich, and he or the guy that he orders a cheese sandwich from, he's that one actor whose name I don't know from the West Wing that's in everything. He's in it. Um, it's not very good, but it's unusual, and and people would take a swing. There's a whole scene that's just in a ladies' room talking about a woman in a rubber skirt. It's it's a it's a very strange movie, but I'm gonna put it Arena Brains, and we already announced where that is. I love Steve Buscemi, and my kid, you know, we all have those things where you can, like like I have my my, my dark haired uh, actresses, I got my blonde actresses. Those people I'm always confusing with one another. My mm -hmm. my kid knows who Willem Dafoe is and knows who Steve Buscemi is knows mm. what movie they, they enjoys both of those actors but still like mentally concatenates the two of them because they both oh, kind yeah, of have a right face sorry yeah. character actor i heard john wick four is good uh it out it's out on the 26th is it march 26 2020 good things putting that in the notes sending you the link oh that's a timestamp. sorry about that i'll add this to notes. dan how you doing it's uh it's tuesday march 21st 2023 it's an optimistic day it's mm -hmm. T-H-E, Optimistic Day. I'm going to cut off my timestamp. And I think we can talk about things. What were we talking about before that? Steve Buscemi, Big Lebowski. Buscemi, 25 yeah. years. 25 years of the dude. Two five. The big two five. Yeah. yeah. So I pointed something out that I, I, I obviously kind of knew, but hadn't really thought about as a statement, which is that almost everything the dude says in that movie is something that someone else has already said. Yes, um, ChatGPT was quick to point this out to me. If you if you type some of the dude's quotes into ChatGPT, it will identify them. And there is it is he is saying the same thing or a variant. Of it all starts with seeing his writing his nine eleven check. Oh, ironic! His nine eleven ninety one check at the Ralphs, and he sees yes. the TV where George Bush is talking about the first. This aggression will not stand. The line man. in the sand. This aggression it will not stand. Across which you do not. do not. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet seats up. 
Um. Do I look like I'm married to you? <laughs> what day is it? Are you employed? You're not a golfer. Strong men also cry. I, a good thing to type into chat, chat GPT would be: um, Please discuss uh, what it the how the Big Lebowski addresses the issue of what it means to be a man. Oh, absolutely, Ivan! I thought I could sneak. Okay. I thought I could sneak. Yeah, it, right. Um, yeah. The beverage here. Um, um, I've heard that said, and I can't believe it didn't really occur to me because it's almost like. It's a theme. Yeah, who wrote it? I forget. Who, I, I can't tell them apart. But one of the brothers wrote it, and they both directed it. And it, it might as well have been written on a like a chalkboard in the writers' room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. in an act, they, they talk about it. You know, like what does it mean to be a man? Is it doing the right thing? Is it you know achieve to achieve? And then what does the dude say to him? Like that in a that in a pair of balls or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> without the means, without the necessary means. Okay, yeah. this needs to end because this is a show about pound sign productivity. It's the optimistic Hashtag. day, and we're here to help you today. Um, how are you adjusting to your new setting? Love the new setting. I sent a little picture ahead of time of my recording configuration. Things people send me. I don't like being handed things. No. Okay. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Temporary. Oh, it looks like evil things happen here. Oh, this is very precarious. If if I if like I were to move, the time? no, this is this is what it looks like all the time in my new house until I finish getting everything set up. Oh, shit, dog. I, Can you describe the balancing act that you're witnessing there? Oh, uh, it looks like somebody shot your home with a minimalist desk cannon. Yeah. Uh, which removes things. This is my little, this is my, no, I, the, I'm, I'm giving, my I'm new giving studio. You this is, you've got a, you've got a, a beautiful desk set up. Uh -huh. I'm just, I, you know, it's just my constitution. I got a thing against, you know, people photographing their desk. I'm going to photograph mine for you right now. Well, this was for you so that I, I could, know, so I'm that you agreeing. would see what I'm dealing with. I think dealing I'm, I've got to move my sad light or it'll burn off the image and I'll take a photo. Is there anything gross here? I don't think so. You can see Grogu. Okay. Um, well, okay, so anyway, this is your desk. You have a beautiful brown uh, wood or simulated wood desk. You've got a computer. The main, the main feature, though, are these, like, sort of, I don't know what you call them, vented baffles, sound dampeners? Yes. Is there any science are, to how you arrange those? Um, how one, I just I mean, balance them one. as... Interestingly, I've heard, I've heard told... That no, the answer is as long as they are covering the spaces in the room, it doesn't matter whether they're in front. But then I've also heard other people say, absolutely not. You need to position them in just the right place. And there's something called a mirror technique that it, people use to to make that determination of like where reduce reflection, right? Yeah, sound reflection exactly. And and that means you don't want a thing to then your voice to bounce off a thing, right? right? And so the more the, the, you want things that will absorb the sound and there's different levels. So like if you say, oh, that's class A absorption, that means it's absorbing almost all of the sound and there's other metrics and things to measure it that aren't interesting. But the idea is you also don't want to completely cover your walls hmm. because um, that, then it can become too much of a deadened sound, which doesn't sound natural right. either. You want like a nice balance. I really noticed it when I'm listening to, I mentioned this before, but there's certain songs where like, it really sounds like they deliberately mixed it super dry. Like mm. no, no mm -hmm. very little reverb or room tone, but also 
maybe almost like adding like a gate to where like, and that that does get weird. It's it, it sounds artificial. Yeah, and I think that um, you know, I, right now I I did a little. There's actually a little website. I'll put it in the Ooh, show notes cool. because it's kind of cool that will tell you if you enter in the size of your room. Oh, well, let me find this link. If you put in the size of your room, the dimensions of your room. There's a little calculator that will say, oh, you want to, so here, here's what it's called. It's called, how many acoustic panels do I need? I'm putting it in the show notes now. There it is. And it's, uh, it, it has a little place where you put in, so this room is a small room. It's six by nine, and it's about, I think, eight, eight oh, or nine really? foot ceilings. What, what, what was the so, original purpose of this? Of this yeah. room? I think it was designed to intended to be used as just a little office, uh-huh. uh, which technically is what I'm using it for. But if for you, me, I would the call office it a den or a study or a studio. You call it a studio, but I've always wanted. I've always wanted to have uh, a, a dad room, not like a man cave. Yeah, a like dad cave. cave title. Um, nice. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all, dad's in his study. Don't bother dad when he's in his study. So what, uh, what this tells me, if I put it in there, there's a recommended treatment for standard or typical spaces, which it says houses of worship, gymnasiums, and offices, mm. or high-intensity treatment, like performance spaces, home theaters, or studios. And then there's a light treatment. But for the high-intensity treatment, it wants me to cover between 60 and 80 square feet, and it'll say, oh, if you've got two-by-two two panels, you need 15 to 21 two-by-two two panels in here. And as long as those are up, Anywhere on the wall, in theory, it would do it. But you also want to put, so like I have a rug on the ground. You got to have a rug, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, are you comfortable there? Do you like it? Yes, I do like it. Mm-hmm. Was this, I do we like talked, it. when we first started talking about smart home things in the context of you moving into a new house, I, I feel certain that I must have mentioned, oh, this is a nice chance to start over in some ways. It's a nice chance to yeah. rethink how you'd like to live. Very sort of Peter Walsh approach. Um, what, right. did you, what did you do giving, given your constraints, your opportunities, et cetera? What did you ch- choose? Or, or was there anything guiding what you wanted to do differently with this setup? As far as recording it, I mean, like, for one thing, like, this is in a house, right? It so is. you don't want this to be something where it's like a Merlin project that spa, sp- like sprawls into two and a half rooms. <laughs> no, you I need can't. just to keep I it very contained because you have other people in your life. Yeah, I do. And the thing, the thing is, I'm using this little space as a, as an, that was intended to be an office as a recording room. And it's nice because it is small, but what I wanted to do is I, in the past, I always just recorded like in my office, you know, or whatever room I was using as an office. And that was always really nice because I was there already and it's, oh, it's time to record. You just, you know, bring the mic boom out and hit record and you're doing it. You don't have to leave, but the problem was that room in this house, especially, it's, it's much bigger. And bigger than the last house I, you were in? That room oh, is, yeah. And I want to make sure that I have, you know, like my, my kids might want to hang out in there because there's like a sofa in there and other things. And so I thought it would make perfect sense to have like a completely separate little place that's like where I can go to do studio stuff. So if I'm doing the yeah, voiceover and like, work that I do, like I'm doing close the door and go, well, not to be a dick, but to go like, hey, you know, it's almost the equivalent of an on-air sign of like, if I'm in right. here and the door is closed, I, I appreciate you guys not banging too much. That's right. Exactly. Um, exactly. And it looks like a nice setup. You're doing video on it, it looks like. 
Ah, uh, well, that's for like when I have to do my zooms and stuff. Oh, of for, course your for, zooms. What's you know, oh? I, zooms. I, I don't want a photo because I'm not a creep. But when people are looking at that little camera you got on top, let me go look again. I'm I'm writing a tweet while I'm talking to you, which is very. It's a Logitech C. I got one. I got something one. ninety. Fine. They're all uh, fine. Yeah, They're fine. fine. They're all fine. This None screen is an old an 4K <laughs> Dell monitor that I um that I found in my closet. Is it an ultra fine? <laughs> it's pretty damn fine. Well, no, that's that's already a joke, but. Um, thank you. I heard, I see you. Um, is that, wait, is that what it is though? Is it, is it one of those ultra fines where the, the, where the monitor rocks on your desk? Cause I had one of those. N no, this one's oh, pretty good. solid. Good, 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 it's good. pretty solid. I don't know what it Oh, it's is. a, you know, it's one of those Del Marco line. infections where once he points out that your monitor's rocking, you don't come a knocking. <laughs> He's a tough yeah. little guy. Um, mm -hmm. okay. Um, speaking of Buscemi, remember that movie he was in with Ray Liotta, Michael Stipe. I'll finish this tweet later. I'm going to come back to you and focus on you now. Uh -huh. Speaking of which, did you have anything? Did you have anything over much besides um, the switch talk? Uh, a little bit. I wanted to. I wanted to kind of give an update on my what I'm thinking of my plans. I made some choices about oh. technologies oh, 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 okay. and things like that. Oh, so All that's right. I thought you were coming out or something. <laughs> no, not in that way. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Sure. No, maybe you're ready to share share something with us, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> About the things that, uh, you know, tickle, dance, Share whatever you want. Just got to ask. Tickle. <laughs> Continue. It's, it's early so and I didn't make I, yet. You know, I am... Um, we were, you know, I have this, I have this new house. And, oh, I, di I did do something that was kind of cool. I, I hired a guy that my friend said was really good. And he came out and he brought his kid, he brought his kid with him. His kid was 10. And um, the kid walks in and he looks at me and he says, where is everybody? That's what I want to know. Wait, I'm sorry. Back up. What? Where? I hired this guy to come in and do, I'm going to tell you about what he did. Okay, I haven't okay. gotten into that yet. But he brought his kid with him and the kid walks in and he looks, he looks 10 years old. This kid. He brought his, he brought his young person with him? Uh, this little kid, it's ten year old son. It's his version of WFH. And the kid walks in, super home. skeptical, and he look. He looks around. He looks around. He looks over here. He looks around like this over here. What well, was he? He's is just, he like? Is he like the kid with the spoon in the Matrix? Was he there like, like to do something? He's like, where is everybody? That's what maybe I it's want an energy about. reading or something. And I said, well, there are people here. And he's like, well, I don't see any of them. And I said, well, my son's in this room. My, you know, daughter's over here. I'm in this room. And, what? and he's hmm. like, not even coming out to say hi. I said, I don't think that they know that you're here. He's like, huh. What? He had so much attitude, this I, kid. I, I, it, 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 I, I really want our ice machine to work again. Our, I, the Zosha, you have a Zosharushi? Huh? No, no, the ice Zosharushi. machine. Oh, ice machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the Minutemen song. Ice no, machine. No, no. Oh, well, rice machine. We use the Instant Pot, but we've had a Roku Kabushi. But, but, um, but no, no, no. I, 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 I want to call somebody. Elephant. But after what happened with our oven, the first time that I learned not to trust my mechanic, like, I just don't want anybody coming to our house. Like, the, this has just been like 20 years of like, one guy comes to our house. I'm like, can you, can you make our furnace work better? He goes, well, you should probably get a new one. And I go, well, yeah, but like we rent and like we tend to pay for things that we want to work better. And he came out for the quote unquote free estimate. And this free estimate was he walked into our basement and said, you need a new furnace. 
And I said, well, th thank you for the free estimate. And then we got a letter threatening to sue us if we didn't pay, if we didn't pay them for that. God. Typed out on a typewriter, which ruled. Oh. It was very Parkside, very Sunset District, very old school Irish. Yeah, that's, that's da, da, pretty da, da, da. cool. And so um, I don't want to call anybody because I feel like if I call somebody, the guy's going to, first of all, I'm going to get. Well, with your bad knee, you shouldn't be calling anybody. No, cause you should, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps pulling the pencils up. Um, but, you know, I know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to come out here. I know it's going to end. It's going to start with a stern lecture and it's going to end with you just need to buy a new thing. And like, and maybe you'll break it along the way, like with the oven. We're like, now I'm supposed to like, now that you came out to fix my oven and actually fully broke it and then said, by the way, you can't replace this oven because you don't have the right electric and gas line for it. It's mm. like, it's one side of one downside of, of living in the hovel district, as they say in the French dispatch. Um, but, um, I'm, I, I, what you're describing here is def part of my dread. It's not that I'm scared of people at all it's just and i'm scared of having strangers in my house like it'll be fine but like a guy shows up uh, the kid thing would throw me off a little bit at first i think but yeah. then what an odd thing to say was he trying to be colorful i i couldn't i couldn't quite say um i think he this is just this is just his just just his thing it's just his thing I don't know. I, he was a pretty cool kid. Like he had, but he had an attitude. I'll tell you what. Well, I mean, kids are like anchovies. You know, I yeah. I like them, but but I would sure like to know when they're going to be at my house. You know, I was okay with him here, and so what I you know because no, it's not that, that. It's, it's, no, 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 it's nothing it's, against. And I'm just trying to clarify. Nothing against the, kid. the kid is not the problem, dude. The 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 the, the, the decision making of the weird creepy dad. Whew. The dad wasn't, he wasn't creepy. He was a good, did you look at him back a second time on services and, and the Alps and nah, he came from a referred from a friend. He did an amazing job to that. Let me show you, you know what? I'm going to show you the, you're going to like this. This is working out great. Keep it coming. I had uh, you know, one of the things he, I had him do a bunch of things. Okay. Had him put the, you know, one of the TVs up. Oh, look at your desk calling. And I have to was he, um, this. Was he, was he careful? Did he seem like competent? Super careful, super careful and clean. Okay. So I'm going to show you the before pictures. Of this, uh, of this network closet. Network closet. Don't then store I'm water show in you that. the after picture. Okay. Right. Um, then I'm going to show you the after pew, picture. Pew, pew. Oh, there you are. You're down here. I have everything silenced. Ah, geez, look at all that. I know, right? Oh, you got a, you got a, uh, you got a uh, what's that called? A, uh, no, wait, don't tell I'm me I can do this. Picture. It's called a, a, uh, there's two kinds of these. You, a, uh -huh. sh oh, uh, 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 what's it called? A, uh, What's it called when you plug in the Ethernet? It's not a splitter, a hub, a, what do they call it? A patch panel, no, switch, switch, con, uh, unpowered switch or something. <laughs> Screw it, I don't care. It, this, this is, is really switch. overwhelming, Dan. You sent me a lot of pictures of cables. Mm -hmm. Wait, and those blues, the blues are what? Cat six, probably. Yeah, cat six. What's, what's the whites? I'm not going to zoom in. The whites are speakers. The whites are speakers. Mm -hmm. hmm. When do when do we let the other colors speak? <laughs> <laughs> the quietest bell i've got a raft lately of yeah i got i've a had raft. a raft lately of pretty ladies on the internet with um you know funny script in their username and and uh, you know and i i uh, a well-known fact about me among people who should know is that i i immediately mm. mute every tweet as soon as i tweet it mm. 
I'll, I'll check in sometimes, but like, no, that's not, it's not a job. I'm there for fun, right? And then sometimes I'll notice, oh, a pretty lady came in. And I see it's hidden, and I think it's not that I muted that person. I click it, I view, and it's a lady with script in her name, and I see a blurred out picture, and it says something like, would you hit it? Mm. And I would just like to say to all those women, thank you for sharing that. I did not look at, I did not unfuzz the picture. And no, I wouldn't hit it. I would listen. You're supposed to applaud that. kind of guy you It's the kind of guy you are. It's a nice closet. There's you pointing. Okay. You got a, you got a, oh yeah, I got a, you got a six, so six bay. Oh, that's like the one I have at home. Yeah. Oh, you're looking up at the Synology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good little unit. Running it in quiet. I wish I had gotten the, um, this is really, this is, you really got it going on here, man. Look at all the stuff you've got like in your walls. We've got one orange extension cord coming from our neighbors that runs our entire house. It's really weird. So what I have in there is the Google Fiber. Um, I guess they, what do they still call it? A modem? Is that what it is? I got the. Oh. I've got the switch. I've got the primary Eero. I've got. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Then see all the, the Eero. And, mm-hmm. Do you, do you have you do you notice any differences in the, like the Wi-Fi six kind of stuff? Do you do you notice any performance difference with that? Not really. Yeah, um, I don't even know. It anymore. just seems. Seems fast. I, and then what you don't see in the final picture is up above it, I've got a Sonos amp connected to this, the ceiling speakers oh. and stuff through the through the walls. And then I also have the Synology, which you did see. Beep, 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 beep. And I have uh, not pictured the CyberPower UPS. And um, you planned all of that out, I'm guessing. All planned Put out. Yeah. And tell me mm-hmm. some things that this guy did for you. And well, he, as you can see, he cleaned, he cleaned it. Yeah, the, well, the kid didn't. I think the kid used the vacuum cleaner a lot aggressively. Mm. Oh, um, do you, hmm. Well, how does one say? Do you think he's one of those young people that enjoys operating a vacuum cleaner? You know, that's a thing, right? It was a handheld vacuum yeah, cleaner. Thing, right? And when they came back the second mm. day, he brought a bigger vacuum cleaner. And he, he came up to me and <laughs> Wait, he said, Dan. the kid Dan. came back a second day too? Yeah, a kid okay. came back. And and he was just wearing pajamas the second time. Did you figure out if he was possibly like divorced? The kid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win this one, Benjamin. <laughs> no, uh, he's not divorced. He he's mm-hmm. but I think I think I not think he's either, a, like apprenticing. He's apprenticing. Oh, that's nice. Good, good, good. Because uh, he he'd say, okay, you know, hand me some of the Velcro, and he'd say, how much? How much? And he'd say about three inches, and he'd just measure out three inches and hand it to him. And, that's cool. So he's really actually is helping his dad. Was did he seem helping. helpful? He was way more helpful than my kids have ever. Man, been. I can't believe this has not risen to the level of what we used to call one of Dan's concerns. There's there's just something about this, and this is this is the color of my crystal. There's something about this doesn't add up. That's all I'm just that's all I'm saying about this. The kid? I don't know. Does he? He didn't seem divorced at all. I guarantee you, he's okay. not divorced. Huh? All right. Because the kid, Shouldn't the kid told school, me. I said, Dan? "What are you, what are y'all doing? I don't mean, I don't mean, what are y'all doing after this?" He said, "We're going over to our cousin's house for some uh, for some dinner. Huh? They're uh, having Vietnamese uh, soup, which I think is called it's called pho. Pho, yeah. pho, pho. pho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having that. Um, and I said, I said, you know, I, I said, you're lucky. I if I want pho, I have to go and buy it at a restaurant. I, I love pho because it's a meal where. You- but he kind of rolled his eyes oh. like like that. Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with barbecue? It's no wonder you're divorced. Exactly, no right? Both divorced. <laughs> I'll finish this tweet later. Richard Schiff is the actor's yeah. name. Google Richard Schiff. Do that guy. Later. That guy is in uh, Arena Brains. 
with Steve yeah. Buscemi and Ray Liotta. But you know Ray Liotta, he was great in Cocaine Bear. Was he? Yeah, in yeah. I think it was his last film. Very, very. W- what a way to end! Uh, the oh career. my god, it Jeez. was so fun. It's so fun. You know, this is. Is it a good movie? Is I know. Okay? I know people don't listen to my podcast, but um, people. You do podcasts. Pe- people who've listened to Do by Friday will know that there's several th- uh, themes. Uh, I'm not a hipster. There's several things I'm working on this year. I'm working on being less self-editing about saying things where I'm worried. It's what Alex and I call the chicken problem which is where you like chicken out on things and try to preemptively make people not mad at you and it never works. I'm trying to not do that. It's the year of less shame. Um, I, I've, got a, I've got a lot of projects, you know, going on for this year. And, you know, I mean, one of them is, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm, I, I'm trying to be more curious about things that it's useful to be curious about and I'm trying to be less curious about wondering if a child is divorced. And yet I find myself thinking to myself, I think, shouldn't he be in school? And you, you think, do you think it might be occupational therapy see i think there might be a, a slightly special slightly needs thing going on here the vacuum cleaner is a tip i don't think i think he was just there with his dad yeah you know a little moral maybe support the, maybe the kids just separated uh, i didn't get that impression because he was in his pjs he was in his pjs at your home did you get yeah. any photos no. at all you don't have cameras that would drop? Uh, yeah, no, I take that back. I do have okay. a photo, actually. I mean, Hang on. Don't worry, you don't need to blur out the... Not of the kid, not of the kid, of the dad. Oh, are there ways in which I could look at that photo and then sort of... I'm about to send ...mentally it to project PJs onto the vacuum boy? Well, the boy is what not... The, you don't want to say the boy's name, probably. I don't, I don't know the You boy's don't name. know the boy's name? He brought a vacuum to your no. house twice? No, he told me his name, but I forgot it. Oh. You know, I've I got other things I on my mind. I bet it's Tyler. No, Jason? but it was something with an A or an E, I Wait think. a minute, wait a like minute. An, wait, like Anton wait or something. Wait a minute. Wait, hang on. The kid was wearing PJs or the dad? The kid. The dad was just wearing sweatpants. The dad is... Work pants, you know? Those are not Dan. Those are sweat. Those are those are like George Costanza sweatpants. That's announcement <laughs> to the world pants. And did he, he did? Oh, because you're in a shoe house. Is that why he took his shoes off? Well, yeah, yeah. And also, he's Asian, so they follow the custom. Oh, did you have house slippers for him? He had socks. He came prepared. Yeah, but I like that when I watch pet grooming videos from Japan. I like the fact that they give everybody temporary shoes. Yeah, they have, and they usually have two sets. I, they'll have a set to wear in the house, and they'll have a set to wear in the bathroom. Different set. Is that right? I have a different set for whether I'm urinating or defecating. I, I like, if I'm going to poop, I'd like it to be in the larger shoe. Sure. But, but, that sounds good. And so, so you're, it's. That would actually be the perfect segue into our first sponsor, Merlin. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. I'm Bluetooth. Hi. I, are you sick? Of, are you sick of shitting into your own shoe? Wasting that all that bleach paper on your behind? In the reed. Huh? Uh, we don't want to start the reed. I think that's probably uh, not... Oh, sure. ...the recommended... Oh, they get to make, they the get to make literally hundreds of poop jokes. Yeah. It's the kind of poop Hey, Dan, jokes. tell me about something you like, please. I would love to tell you about Hello, Hello Tushy. Tushy. Merlin, mm. on average, Americans, we're using 57 sheets of TP... Every single day, 36 billion rolls of TP every year. This results in the loss oh, of 15 million trees, 437 billion gallons of water, 253,000 tons of bleach. 37 is what they think people use per year? 
30, yeah, 30, per person, 57 we sheets use per way more than that. I am ashamed, Dan. I think I might be part of the problem. Are you, you're, you're on the top of the bell curve. I think I'm on, I think I'm right of the bell curve. <laughs> I'm the crack in the bell. Right. If you know what I mean. Give it a minute. So the Hello Tushy makes a product called the, it's a Hello Tushy Hello bidet, Tushy. basically. Most people who hear that are like, I don't have room for a bidet in my bathroom. It's, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't go in and put something in there. It's too much. It's well, take think up about too much Merlin space. and his ice machine. Wrong. I'm going to have to call somebody. They're going to have to come out and run 220. Right. They're going to do all this you stuff, right? Water pressure, all those kinds of Hopefully things. Hopefully, I don't have to run 420, right? Whatever it takes. You run that, run that yourself. Oh, nice. And so, but that's not, that's not how this works, Dan. This thing works a treat. They sent me one of these and I, oh, I love it. I love it. I'm tempted to upgrade, to upgrade to, to uh, one of their other models, but the one they sent is delightful. It cleans itself. It cleans you. It knows its place. <laughs> it sprays. It sprays you with fresh, fresh water. water. Yeah. Not tank water. And that way, oh, and by the way, I have to mention, this will attach to your existing, it attaches to your existing toilet. You don't, it's, it's a not dawdle, a separate thing. It's like an eight minute job. Thing. It, it takes it nothing attaches. to hook this thing up. Eight and a half minutes, it says. You don't need an electrician. You don't need a plumber. And it'll cut down on your TP use by 80%. This is going to save you money. It's going to eliminate all the paper waste, isn't it? You're going to be a better person mm -hmm. both ways. And so yeah, and you're going to have cleanliness that comports with the way the rest of the Finally, people will world be clean. cleans themselves. Did I ever tell you about that guy I knew in college? Mm. He was from, I don't know if he was from Spain. Mm. I don't know where he was from. He's somewhere in Europe. Mm. And he used to take a shower after he did his poopy. Yeah. And uh, he used to say, you Americans are disgusting. And I say, why? Because you don't have bidets. And he says, and I said, is that why you shower? He says, that's why you I shower. Wonder why you're not this is to, a shower. You ever wonder why you're not supposed to shake hands with somebody's left hand? Don't Google it. You need to get in there. And, and you need to straighten that out. The rest of the world is pointing. I hate to sound all Donald Trump, but they're pointing and laughing. They're laughing and laughing at the big, stupid, dirty idiot using all that toilet paper, just rubbing a bunch of stuff around. And instead, what about one high, one or as many as you want, hygienic blasts? Can you control how many? Because I still don't have one of these things in my house yet. I mean, what's neat is, I mean, if you're asking actually, and I, I do actually really like this, what's neat is it has this knob, uh, um, like a, you know, a, a turny button, I think might be made out of bamboo. And you turn it, and first it starts cleaning out the dingus. And you hear the water running while it cleans up the dingus. And then you gently mm -hmm. turn it. And at a certain point, I guess because of physics, it turns into the what it's there for. And it starts going shooting up. And you go, oh, okay, that's running. And then you can run mm -hmm. it harder if you want. I'm going to say... I do. It's a lot, it's a lot like, like hot sauce and casual sex like be real careful before you dive all the way in you don't want to turn that all the way up unless you really know what you're in for unless you've got calluses mm -hmm. or something mm. but boy does it ever work great it feels so good i mean no, i'm not trying to be gross well maybe i am but no it really does work it feels really good and the price is right man for what this thing does it's terrific and it doesn't look weird i've told you four times i had one of these i bought at my beloved local hardware store and I said, I told you, it looked like something from Chernobyl. It just was not fun to have in my bathroom and to sit on, on a more or less regular basis. This one's beautiful. Right. It fits, it fits right in. It's the nicest thing in my bathroom and uh, nicer than me. And it works great. And I'm not using all that bleachy paper. You're a better person, a better person in two person. ways. Oh, 
So go to hellotushy.com forward slash back to work. Use promo code back to work for 10% off your first order. So just so that I can say it twice. So it went fast. Hellotushy, T-U-S-H-Y dot com forward slash back to work. They want me to say stop wiping, start washing. So go check it out. Thanks very much to Hellotushy for making this program possible. Thank you, Hello Buck, buck. Dan, you uh, texted me this morning, and um, in your, it sounds like in your home, smart home, home automation, home improvement journey, you're at a point where you, uh, you're looking at s- switches for turning lights on and off in your smart home. Right. And uh, we thought we'd talk about that a little bit. I would like to talk about that you? because what I've, so, you know, rather than going into this saying, I'm going to get this, 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 and this. I went into it saying, you know what? I don't really know what I need. The same, my same approach to the way that I approach a new Mac when I get it is I don't want to just start installing stuff that I think that I need. Mm -hmm. I want to start installing the stuff that I need when I need it. Mm -hmm. So here I am in this house. I obviously had to get this uh, Leviton um, media closet cleaned up. So that's done. So now I'm free to start doing all the other stuff. And one of the big things that I noticed immediately is, you know, as, as I go into different rooms, I think to myself, it, it would be nice if the lights were perhaps on and I didn't have to turn them on, uh, whether that was with a motion sensor for certain rooms or whether that's based on a time schedule and things right. like that. Um, because, that's for example, the, like I'm always, part. yeah, I'm always going to turn the kitchen light on at whatever time it starts getting dark out, like let's say seven o'clock, 6.30, whatever. I'm always gonna turn the same light on. It's gonna happen every day and it's happening every day at the same time. And you know what? I'm probably gonna turn it off at about the same time every night also, except in a special scenario, right? And you know, if I, if I walk into a closet, I've got a walk-in closet, I'm gonna walk in the closet and you know what? I would like the light to just turn on because there's never a time. That was, that was never a game changer a time. for me, doing that for the light in our right. closet. Right, there is never, never a time. never a time I would go into the closet and not put the light right. on. Maybe in a different time. You maybe always when you're a kid or something, but like in your playing, but like hide and seek or something. Because that would be a real tell, I guess, if motion lights had turned yeah, on. Yeah, if the light kept turning on. But honestly, to walk into the there and have it be on and have it be on the whole time you're in there and have it turn off by itself, that'd be really yep. nice. That'd be really nice to have. You know, another thing is, um, is as I go through, I notice that in, you know, I would love, okay, fans, fans and I, I don't know if you guys have ceiling fans in San Francisco. But I have a, a ceiling I have a lot fan, of, uh, non-ceiling fans. But I, I'm a big believer. Ever since COVID, especially, I really try to keep the place ventilated. Also, yeah. I just I, I don't like places feeling stuffy. You know. No. But no, that's that's another great example. I mean, and just just to get it out. But like, know. I want to be able to say, "Hey, dingus," yeah. as you say, "Hey, dingus," mm-hmm. um, turn the fan on. Or wouldn't it be really nice if I could say? Um, Hey, Dingus, you know, good morning. And that that is going to tell it, okay, I need to put the lights like this. I need to do this thing. Or, hey, you know, hey, Dingus, good night. Or, or evening time or whatever. And have it make this changes that I'm always making, which is I walk over and then I turn off that light. I turn these two lights on and I, I manually dim them to a certain point. I do the same thing every single night. Right. And so it really I mean, just, like, I'm sorry, it really just seems like, so could stupid, I automate but this? But it's a little bit like, well, you know, if, if I go into my garage and get into the car and sit down in the driver's side seat, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to turn on the engine and drive away. There's not that many times, well, unless something's gone horribly wrong, that I'm going to be sitting in my garage for a long time in the front seat. This, the only way I ever use this, there's like one and a half ways I ever use this. 
or like one and a quarter ways. There's a way that I use this mm. 80 or 90, 90% of the time. And then there's a percentage that's an exception to that. But like, the, wouldn't it make sense for this to do the thing? If we have time, we'll get to this about how you include stuff like things like sunrise, sunset, uh, swiftly flow the days, like things like time of day, conditions, who's home. There's ways that you can then sort of tweak that. But at the heart of it, like every time I go in the garage, I want the lights on. Like why wouldn't – there's not a time that I want to like wander around in the dark. Why wouldn't I just automate that? That's the smart, right. the smart home. Yeah. Exactly. So this is the kind of thing that I've been kind of testing and like making notes of, okay, what, you know, which rooms do I, would I want to do that in? Which, which things should be happening? And, you know, I really felt like this is the kind of experiment I needed to do before I started saying, all right, now I'm going to start to buy stuff. And now I have a really good sense of that. I want, you know, certain rooms I'm going to want, um, I'm going to want motion control or motion sensors in rather. And other ones I'm going to want dimmer switches. And, you know, the, it seems like most of the lights and the can lights up in the ceiling are all dimmable because, well, they have dimmer switches on them already. So that's a good sign. And, you know, I think like that's the kind of thing that I want. And universally, it seems like the best are the, I hope I'm saying it right, Cassetta. I think that's right. Yeah, Lutron's um, the company, Cassetta's the product line. They, right. they have two of those and on my list for today. Okay, and and those things I priced out, I mean, they're not crazy expensive, but they're certainly not cheap either. And it looks like they're relatively easy to they're install yourself. Install, you turn off the breaker. I would call these, there's that in. phrase that we used a lot. I don't know, we've used a lot in the last 20, 30 years, prosumer. Like, it's not the kind of thing you'd pick right. up at 7-Eleven. And you think about something like, you know, the way that, like, fancy people buy ubiquity systems, Power mm -hmm. users maybe buy, or some people want simplicity, get Eero. You know, some people still have a WRT54G. Like, but like, there's ways where you're like, oh, this is the nice version of this. And I do, I really very much feel that with Lutron. I, I don't think, I mean, I would say they might be costly. I don't think they're too expensive, but no, their they're dimmers, their two dimmers I have are terrific, but keep going. Well, I, you know, the, the question, what I want to do is I want to replace every single light switch with one of these things, every one of them, all of them, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that would get maybe really expensive. I don't and know. And there's nothing to stop um, you from starting out with one or two. With a couple, right? And see how, you, how it goes. It. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. I mean I, I, this is not any, it's not an endorsement. And I can't say that this will be true forever for you, you know? I don't know if it'll be true forever for me. But they are one of the most solid, solid and flexible parts of my smart home stack. Like they, they work the way they're supposed to work. They're very well made and they do really novel and interesting things, both as physical switches and as addressable smart home controllers. And that's a, that's a really big deal. We talked about this weeks and weeks and weeks ago when I was first just, you know, pissing and moaning about like, oh, you really got to think about it and look at all the options and don't worry about this and do worry about that. But like, it's, it's pretty, I think the, the Lutrons are a pretty stellar example. I mean, I can really recommend them. If they work with the stuff you've got, I recommend them because they bring you the best of several worlds while sort of narrowly avoiding the worst of several worlds. So here's a question. Like, take the motion sensor, for example. If I have this motion sensor, do does it need to be one of the, like, Cassetta motion sensors? Or can it just be a regular motion sensor? And so that's one of the questions mm -hmm. I have. Like, if all I care about is that the light turns on when I walk in the closet, I guess the advantage of having it be connected to the system is what that I could... <laughs> 
Well, I mean, just to, to, to cut right to the chase, I suspect if it works with HomeKit, you're good. And so, like, um, you should do your own due diligence. My recommendation for sensors as of, uh, I sound like one of those stupid shovel blog articles, best smart home sensors 2023. Um, as of right mm -hmm. now, the best one of those, I think, is the Eve Motion. Uh, the Hue, the Hue sensor's fine. There's other ones. There's lots of those. You can get those crazy, like, Xiaomi ones or whatever it's called. I'm sorry if that was mm. racist. I might have just said dumplings. But that company that makes all the cheap Chinese stuff and the cameras, um, mm -hmm. that'll work. That'll work, too, as long as it has a way of talking to sending the right thing to the HomeKit API to mm -hmm. say, like, do the thing. You'll, you'll totally be fine. You will not lose anything by having those. It's then going to come down to, like, the way that you set the conditions for what sort of overrides so with, something else with these motion sensors the eve mm -hmm. ones my understanding is you can just put them in a room and then you can you can tell your system what to do under certain circumstances with the motion sensor there so for example mm -hmm. could you and this is yeah. a question could you say if it is between the hours of 6 a.m and 8 a.m and you sense motion in this room turn on the lights to a dim setting of three. Could you do something like that? Absolutely. Okay, so now I gotta get all these things. Um, let me, That's exactly let me what I'm gonna do. I have a suggestion um, for this. Because I think, it. thank you, uh, first time switcher. I think this might be a good two-parter, and I'll tell you hmm. why. I think today we should talk about switches to turn things off and on or other things. You know, because as we'll get to in a minute, the, the switches can be smart too. Um, I think we should talk about switches today. And I'm not telling you I, I don't want to talk about sensors. I'm saying next time let's talk about sensors on top of switches. I think it might be useful to establish things by talking about like, well, hell, why would you buy all this $100, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff in order to then have to install switches like you've had in your house since 1928? Um, which might be a straw man question, but I think that is worth asking. Switches can do a lot. Sensors can do a lot. But it does take right. a canny understanding of what each is good for. Would you be into talking mostly about switches today? And then, but I yes. also, I also, thank you. Also, um, I want to give you an example that I think I've given you before, but I would like to share again of what you just described. Mm -hmm. How about this? Like, and this, depending on how you look at it, this is like this, it's cool that you can do this. It's also kind mm -hmm. of weird, in my opinion, anyway, the amount of thought and work the end user has to put into getting this to work right. And I'll be quick about this, but can I do that real quick? Bathroom. Yes. You go to the bathroom at night. And like my vision's not great. My proprioception and balance isn't great at three in the morning. I, you know, using the wall as kind of a guide and like, Ooh, you mm -hmm. know, because uh, mm -hmm. we have our lights off. We're not monsters. But wouldn't it be nice if when you go into the bathroom, the light turns on? And you're like, yes, that is a really good idea. That's exactly what a sensor is perfect for. And the very first time I tried this, with admittedly a hue sensor more as we'll talk about perhaps next week or a future time one huge mm -hmm. downside of the hue sensors last time i checked this is so bizarre hue sensors were only they'll work with any other thing home kit thing send signals to things but if you don't have a hue bulb installed in that room so like you have a house you have home kit inside mm -hmm. of home kit you mm -hmm. have houses i have that one called house one called office right Inside of house, mm -hmm. I have a room called bathroom, I have a room called, you know, a bedroom, lounge, kitchen, whatever, right? And like, if you don't, if you want that in the bathroom, but don't have a hue light installed in that bathroom, it won't control anything. 
Really? And which I don't know if that's tech or policy, but how, what, however it is, it led to me having bulbs that I used solely to set up, add to hue. They're, I call them dummy. It's called like bathroom dummy, garage dummy. And like I would just unscrew them and put them away until the occasion came up when I would have to use them again. That's how I got away with it for a long time. Now, the Eve Motion ones um, work way, way better. But so let's just let's cut that off for now. Here's the thing. You want a sensor, right? And we, now I'm talking about sensors and I said I wouldn't. You want to go in the bathroom and the light turns on. Guess what? That in some ways is like it's trivially easy, right? The idea of when you detect motion do a thing is pretty it's table stakes right and you have mm -hmm. things like in the better sensors you have things like how sensitive should this be you know in other words like sort of like how how much like should there would a tiny bit of activity set this off or would it take a lot of activity you got that you've also got things like amount of light in the room to kind of give it right. cues to that kind of stuff but but you mm -hmm. uh, you quickly i said this was going to be fast so i'll try to make this fast you walk in the bathroom light turns on all right, cool. Um, that's great. It's four in the morning. Do you want the light to go off also? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. So you want a light that turns on when you walk in and you want it to turn off somehow. Yes. Okay. Should mm -hmm. it be on like at 100%? No. I would say more like 40%. Okay. So you want a light that turns on at 40% when you walk in the bathroom and then how, how, when should it turn off? Mm, I don't know, like maybe five, 10 minutes after there, it stops detecting movement. All right, cool. You want it to go like 30, 40%, turn on, and then shut off after 10 minutes. That seems really straightforward. But in practice, at least in my experience, it does take more thought than that. Because here's some scenarios. Like, what if you are want to take a shower? And like, and like now the light's turning off. Well, one thing you can do is say, right. only run... This is in HomeKit. You use like you can do this with a shortcut inside of HomeKit, or you basically say like between 8 p.m. and 4 a.m. Turn it on at 40 percent, and then turn it off after 10 minutes. Again, pretty straightforward. Like right, like that that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But what if it's 9:15 and you're in the shower for more than five minutes? Right. The light shuts off. Well, now we have to add something else. And again, I'm not a programmer, but the way I handled that was. And, and eventually I pivoted all the way into from one hour before sunset to one hour after sunrise. Notice here, I'm not having to change anything throughout the year or get it wrong. I do this with the lizard lights too. This works the same way. From, let's say arbitrarily, whatever it is, 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. First, check to see what time it is. Okay, if it's not one of those times, don't run this. If it is one of those times, the next thing I want you to check is what? Is the bathroom light already on? Because like if I went into the bathroom and turned the light all the way on and took a shower, I don't want it to turn mm -hmm. off. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. at least how I did. There might be a more elegant way, but that's what I had to come up with in shortcuts. It's not difficult. It's a, probably one of the easiest ifs that you'll ever deal with, but it has the basic ability like... Before you even do any, you know, shortcut stuff, it has an understanding of time. It has an understanding of presence, although that's real dicey, unless everybody in your house is all the way in on this stuff. But so it's easy enough. Hey, don't even don't even think about this at these times of day. When it is these times of day, first thing to check is is the light on, and if the light is on, don't turn it off until I turn it off manually, right? 
So, but that, that right. to me, that's a pretty good example of like, that's a lot of value. And I, I hope sharing that with y'all will give you, even if that isn't perfect for the way you work or think or live, I hope that is inspirational in terms of going like, okay, I can get the things that I want, but I'm going to have to do a little bit of craftiness to it. Mm-hmm, but back mm-hmm. to this week's topic, yeah, but guess what? You've also got a switch. And in my case, in the bathroom, we have a Lutron Caseta dimmer. And just, why are we talking about these so much? Well, they're built, you, you replace your current light switch with one of these, which even I was able to do on my own. Um, and w- the Lutron Caseta that I've got anyway, it's got a button at the top, uh, like of, you know, of this kind of the, the middle inside area of like, what you think of the light switch part, right? Button at the top that turns it all the way on button at the bottom turns it all the way off. Theater mode, right? So it kind of fades out real pretty like. And in between, there's a button for iterating like up in brightness or down in brightness. So you could turn mm-hmm. it all the way off and then just go tick, tick up to have just a little bit of light, right? Um, but boy, it's, it's real easy to use. It's real easy to install. Pretty darn easy to program. And now you've got the best of the worlds, which is, that you know, you just walk in, you hit it like you would any light. It turns on. But you still get, this is the important part, if you're rolling your eyes about why you would spend all that money to then have stuff you still use your meat hands for, that still gives you the option to create the environment you want now. And that matters for everybody in the world who's not you. People who do not want to have to learn the correct way to talk to a lamp in order to have light. A switch is a way for your, your you, your family, your guests, your service person's son with the vacuum, to be able to manipulate the lights in your house without having to know how they work. So I, I think that's an elegant solution. I only mention it here because the sensors and the switches and all that stuff works together, but to like sort of bend it to your will, I do think there is a little bit of planning and thought that has to go into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like the... Is that, is that the one you've got? You you've know, got the, the cassette uh, that's got the... It's like, you know, like the vertical sort of like little... Yeah, that's the, well, that's the one that I wanted. That's the one I wanted to yeah. get. And so like I've noticed that with these sensors... Mm-hmm like the Eve sensor that there are also um, there are also motion sensors that can replace the switch itself. So that mm-hmm. if you have a light switch like where an there's a, an actual, yeah. there's one yeah, like, so like, like turns off on the weekends, but like if you're in there, it keeps it on while you're there. Well, like, no, just like a motion sensor. Like, right. yes, I know the kind. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, so like in my son's room, there is a, I, and we, I had nothing to do with this. It was just there when we moved in, it has a motion sensor in his walk-in closet. Oh, that's cool. Wow, what a modern house. And so house. you walk That's in, so cool. it's very modern. Well, it's, a, it's new. Um, I mean, it's an older home that was completely redone. And so That's cool, in right? his room, you walk into his room and in the, in the, the closet, as you walk in, it, you just hear a click and it's on. But it's not intelligent. It's not smart. It doesn't know whether you've walked in there at 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. It doesn't have it any, does, it any intelligence. Does and that one it's thing is motion, watch for motion turn on. and turn on light when right. you're done. It, There's nothing else to do. And what I would much rather have, in, I assume for him, but certainly in, in mine, is it would say, I've detected motion, but you know what? It's after 10 p.m. at night, so I'm not going to turn it on bright. I'm just going to turn it on to like a dim setting. But then my question is, if I've done it that way, how do I change that manually if I like want to override that? The switch that I saw didn't have- Like if you have... picked a different color for that- if you picked like a very um, warm color and low level of brightness, you can control the brightness right at the switch, but you'd still, you wouldn't be able to get that blasting white blue light. 
Right. Like, what if I just, what if, you know, it's smart and that, like, if for some reason I'm going to my closet at two in the uh-huh. morning, I, it doesn't want to turn the lights on bright. But what if I need them on bright for some reason? How do I tell it to do that? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Um, How yeah. can I tell it, for example, like, let's say it's in the middle of the night. Let's say you wake up. And you know what? This probably doesn't happen in San Francisco a lot. It happens here a lot. You wake up and you're like, oh man, like it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's hot now. And I just want to turn the air down or I want to turn the fan on or, oh man, it's surprisingly cold. I want to turn that fan off, but I don't feel like getting up, walking over to the thing. I don't want to have to fumble around for a remote control. I'd like to be able to say, hey, dingus, turn the fan yeah, on, sure. turn the fan Absolutely. off, put, put the, set the AC to 65 degrees, whatever. Can you do that? I assume you can. Yeah. And that's the key at that point. And I, I, I really, I, I seriously doubt that I'm talking over your head here, but just so listeners know, for better or for worse, the thing that you're going to have to confront, deal with, set up, maintain at some point are home kit scenes, which unfortunately are a garbage fire a lot of the time. I mean, the whole idea of a scene is, as we've pre- previously stipulated, like, because like, once you've got a scene, let's say you've got a scene that's as simple as... Like, I just, like, it's the morning time, it's time to get ready for school, and I want all the lights in the house on 100% and some kind of bluish-whitish, like, wake-up color, right? That's something you could Mm -hmm. imagine wanting. Well, that is Mm -hmm. as, quote-unquote, simple as creating a scene where, A, you identify all the lights that are involved in that scene or other things like fans, et cetera, right? But let's stick with lights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You identify all the lights that should be included in that scene. Second, you're going to identify... The, like what the state change should be. The, as they get added, if you, so let's say you added some for your kitchen, you got three overhead lights and like a table lamp or whatever. Each of those three lights or their, however you add it, would be added and that other one. And then you're gonna say like, okay, you just added this and that light's off right now. Like, oh, okay, well actually I want that on. Okay, you, in the setting up the scene, you say, I want that on. And then it says, okay, smart, smart guy, you want it on. What color do you want the lights to be and how bright do you want it to be? You said all of that. Um, the shortcut for this, as I've said before, I think, and this is not bulletproof, but the, the easiest way to deal with scenes in HomeKit is not by editing. Far and away, I mean, this is going to sound so crazy. I've got tw- over 20 lights in my office because I've got different bulbs. I've got, you know, um, I've got a lot of, I'm very into like having table lamp style lamps with lots of bulbs so that I have, mm-hmm. it gives me so much more control over it, like feeling like a, you know, interrogation room. But (laughs) this is going to sound so nuts, but until, unless or until they make HomeKit, the home app better somewhere, this is still the easiest way, which is set, set it up manually first, all the lights you want on, how bright you want them. Maybe, you know, walk out of the room, come back, tweak them, give them mostly the way you want until you feel like it's pretty close to what you want, then create a scene. Now you create Mm. a scene called uh, morning house or whatever, right? Because the problem is, if any of those, and this happens, it happens all it happened to me this morning. I hit the light on my stream deck to turn all my lights to, you know, my usual office warm setting. And of course, mm-hmm. as ever, like three random lights are still super bright white blue. I turn them off. I hit it again, still. Now, that used to work, right? <laughs> I made it a scene because it's what I wanted it to be. I have one called Pleasant that's just all of my lights are on very warm and about 50%. I've tweaked them each, but you go to all that trouble, you set it up, you save it as a scene. And then for some reason, I cannot begin to tell you in that complex system where this goes wrong, but it either loses its memory or changes what bit is flipped 
because now mm. all of your lights are fine except for four. And it's like, you know, I got to go in. Am I going to go on? No, only because like if you can do it on your iPad, guess what? That might be the best way to do it. Do it on your Mac is like pulling teeth. It is no fun mm. to go in, right click, go to the thing, that stupid goddamn Electron app or whatever it is. It sucks. Best way, get the scene set up. Those scenes are going to become so critical for you. For example, when I, I have Brett Terpster's wonderful app called, um, shoot, what's it called? Sprout Seed, what's it called? Uh, Bunch. And Bunch, it's too long to talk about here. I'll put it in notes. But Bunch allows you to basically, this is way too long to discuss. I'll save this for later. But like, I've got one where it turns off my, it turns off my fans. It turns on Do Not Disturb. Like it basically has an API that works with the Mac and it does all of this stuff. It says turn off, turn, you know, lights are like this. Most importantly, turn off fans, set do not disturb, use the API for Synology to turn off all the stuff that uses lots of bandwidth, quit Dropbox or Maestro completely. I do all of that mm -hmm. with one pull down in my menu or one click on my stream deck. And it's the best. It's so great. Um, that's the thing to think about when we think about switches let's start with the very idea that a switch is there to turn lights on and off that's why it's been such an enduring favorite in the house you don't need to punch in a four digit code to turn your lights on and off that would suck you like the idea right. of a switch that you click and as long as the electric's running and there's a bulb in it that works your lights work that's what you get ideally with with a switch the sensor stuff helps mm -hmm. but like but remember that scene can have so many different kinds of things in it and then on top of it all something like bunch or what's the app i use alongside with the stream deck home control is a mac app that i use I'll put that in notes and home control basically okay. lets you assign key commands to different scenes so like on your mac you can hit it but that also works with uh stream deck so you can say like hit this button and go set that scene right um but that's kind of the full circle the you know circle of life part of this is like you know first we got these Amazon devices that let us talk to smart things or ask questions, that became an inroad to I can turn my lights on and off. But I, I doubt that I'm the only person in the world whose family has gotten very frustrated with needing to talk to a light. Because guess what? If you go up and you turn off the light at the switch, it's not smart anymore. So then you buy those little covers right. to put over the thing. You still want people to be able to turn it off and on. Like if the police are there and need to get the lizard out, like they should be able to turn lights on and off without having to read a manual. You got to keep that kind of stuff in mind. But the full circle part of it is, yeah, we've, we've created smartness in the sense of being addressable via voice. We've created smartness in terms of automations, scenes, what we used to call macros, if you like, um, mm -hmm. sets of things that'll work. But the real full circle is, yeah, plus we've also got a switch in each one of these rooms. And I, I, the thing I've said probably more than anything else about this stuff that I still believe to be true, th the Philips Hue switch would not be my top pick today because Philips Hue is not my top pick today, but that was the game changer in our house, Dan. They're kind of costly, but they changed everything. My kid's got one on his wall and he's got one on the little tray next to his loft bed so he can control things that way. Mm -hmm. and, and just in passing, while it's not the one I recommend, I have another one I'm going to recommend in a second, but like, I'm not against the Philips Hue switch. I still love them, adore them. It's four buttons on it, right? It's got one big button and then three kind of like small round buttons. And guess what? You go into the Hue app and for each one of those, you say what it should do when you click that button. So for example, the one that's on my table, the Philips Hue switch on the table where I sit in the lounge, I got one that turns all the light, lights in the lounge off or on 
by setting a scene. I got another one that turns off all the lights in the west side of the house except for the two bias lights behind the TV that are red. I've got another, you know, you see how this goes. So you just pick those buttons to associate with the scenes that you want. So guess what? Not only do you now have a switch that turns the lights on and off like you'd want and expect, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now if you're interested, you also have more ways to control that. You could have a button that's just for time to get ready for school or time for sexy time dinner or whatever. And you, you set each one of those buttons on each one of those switches to control a light, a room, or even a whole part of your house called a zone. So we have west lights and east lights. West lights are all the lights that like I might want to use when everybody else is asleep. East lights I never want to touch because at night, right? Because I don't want the kids, the kids' lights to go on. But that's the beauty of that switch. It's more, it, it is, on the one hand, yes, it is just a switch for turning things on and off. But you have to consider then that each of those buttons then has functionality beyond that. You get into something like the Eve button and you go way further alongside another dimmer switch I wanted to talk about. C can I talk about those two things after you tell me about something you like? I would what did love. I just say? I've got, a, I've got another dimmer and I've got, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Other dimmer and uh, it'll, it'll, it'll come to me. Hey, Dan, tell me about something you like, please. I would love to tell you about Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace. Big fan, big fan. It is the all-in-one platform for building your brand, growing your business online. It's going to help you stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with their audience. You can sell anything, your products, the content you create, even your time. That's the latest big thing that they did so that if you're one of those people that goes out to, I don't know, perform like this guy, like this guy that brought his kid out. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he could have used Squarespace to schedule with me. And I could, you know what? If I wanted to reschedule, I could have done it right there in Squarespace too. You're a contractor. You're someone that performs services for people. You want to sell stuff. I also make it very clear stuff, to him after this date, name. I don't want you coming here with your child anymore. We're, are, are this this part of our relationship is feedback. done. You set that on the calendar on my Squarespace site. Don't, yeah, exactly. Do you, want to, do you want to tell how you use it? You do some weird do things that. with Squarespace. Yeah, I've used Squarespace forever. It's like where my, my main, like, I don't keep it up very well, which is not Squarespace's fault, but um, the main way I use Squarespace today, or more more appropriately yesterday, <laughs> specifically, mm -hmm. is it's where mm -hmm. we do all the stuff for Roderick on the line. Um, most importantly, I guess, the show notes, the the images. It's, it's a WYSIWYG editor. It can be WYSIWYG. It can be Markdown. It can be raw HTML. I used to be a WYSIWYG guy. Then I was a Markdown guy, and now today I'm a pure HTML guy, which sounds like a regression. I like, I like editing everything that I do in a text file, copying it and pasting it. And believe it or not, Squarespace is great at that. All the side rails on all of my sites are all Markdown, but you wouldn't know it to look at it. Very maintainable. And this is not, they didn't tell us to say this, I don't know if this is the best practice, but like I maintain, as, I, as with all of my omg.lol files or blot or whatever, I maintain all of those things in text files that are often in repos someplace so they all get synced and backed up. That's more than you need to worry about. But I, a lot of times I'll just edit it in Markdown, preview it in Marked, copy the HTML out and paste it in, and I know it's gonna look terrific. I upload the files, mm -hmm. I set the date, I do all of the things, and it's it's almost relaxing to use. It's it's a joy. I love Squarespace. Big fan. Big fan here too. I love how easy they make it, and how long they've been making it easy for people 
who don't want to spend a million years learning HTML and CSS and JavaScript and all this other stuff to just make a really, really great website that's going to be able to let you do all of these things that we talked about. Whatever it is that you want to do, they're going to let you do it. You can even register your domain name there with over 200 TLDs waiting for you to TLDs go use them. TLDs nuts. They're just sitting there waiting yeah. around. The future is coming, Merlin. Make it oh, brighter with Squarespace. So go over to squarespace.com. You're going to get a free trial if you go to squarespace.com slash it's your show. Go there, you'll get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch or register that domain name, you can use the offer code it's your show to save 10% off of your first purchase of that's, that's that website a lot of percent. or a domain. I would buy a lot of, I can't, I can't advise, I'm not a lawyer. I would say buy a lot of no. stuff because the more money that is, is, is sent to Squarespace, the more that 10% you can't afford not to do it. I guess I guess what I'm saying. I agree yeah. with you. It's great. They're great to work with. Great company. A really great company. So thanks very much to Squarespace. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. Thanks very much to them for making this show possible. Thank you, Squarespace. Buck, buck. Um, how are we on time? We have just a couple more minutes, a few more minutes? Well, we got a second. I'll be quick. I'm just got, I got two I want to slide in here um, that I think are, are worthy, interesting, notable light controlling switches. <laughs> Ladies, nice. first one I of these, it. which I got, I've bought two of these. I think I got these last year. They're relatively new. And hey, listen, um, by the way, like I, I can't promise you all of these will work with like for what you want, let alone with what you have, people and Dan, <laughs> other people and Dan. But I'm telling you what's worked for me. And where possible, I'll try to note things that I'm aware of that are limitations or, you know, whatever. Okay, so we talked about the Lutron Caseta, right? That's the pretty mm -hmm. much straightforward. Like if you're in a new fancy house with dimmers and the theater lighting effect, do they still call it that, Dan? They used to call it that in automobiles. Theater lighting. You know, lighting. like where it dims down, dims up, doesn't just go floop. Like a slow, a slow one, lighting. yeah. Okay, so uh, you know the Lutron Caseta. Let me introduce you to the Lutron Aurora. Now, I remember when I was a kid feeling very fancy when we installed our first dimmer switch. Back in the days of incandescent bulbs, we had one in our dining room or our our dining hole. It was a very small area, but it was really neat because you could go in. And back in those days, it wasn't a click. All you could do there was a so it was all you know what I mean by the rotary dimmer dials. It starts off. Oh yeah. Usually there's a soft click of turning it on, mm. and then it gets right. brighter as you turn it up. Years over the years, those have gotten more sophisticated. Here, I'm just talking about straightforward dimmers like we've all had probably, right? Or you've been around, right? You're not confused when you see a round thing to make the light go on. You know that if you interact with it in a certain way, lights will happen. The thing, a neat thing they added eventually at some point with those was like also additionally a click on like the center of the button that's not a rotary motion to like turn things on and off. Pretty great, right? Check out the Aurora Smart Bulb Dimmer because, God damn it, this thing is such a good idea. Several things we've talked about, right? You've got lights. You've got different kinds of lights. You've got lights you want to control. You've got the smart lights, and you want to switch for that. You want to do these things. You don't want to, like, cut it off from the other parts of the ecosystem, but, you know, so, so, so what do you do? But you know what? On top of it all, you also still have that problem or that the problem of ultimately this is still a room that's controlled by a light switch. And like, I don't know if you've ever lived the kind of places I live, but like I've, I've even before I lived in this particular hovel, I've lived in places where we duct taped that switch because of the way somebody tried to be clever and it added yeah. switched outlets. 
And you're like, no, right. God, please, that'll shut my computer off. There's literally nothing else I can do. There's two in this room. Please don't mess that up. And now in the smart home age, our version of that is, well, first of all, like you might put tape. Like I've done something as sim in a place that's not like pretty in public. I'll put like a piece of blue painter's tape over just to kind of remind me. I also, yes, have bought those covers. There's covers you can get where you retain the, 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 you know, what do you call it? A light switch, right? But you put this mm -hmm. little thing over it. It's kind of, it's kind of adjacent to child safety things where like one side of it covers up the switch so that you don't like, so it reminds you, this is a switch. Don't turn it off. It has, it's closed on one side often and open on the other. Open on the other means you can put your little finger through there and flip it on or off manually because that's what you want to do. Great. That's a pretty good hack for making sure everybody knows not to monkey with this switch, right? Let me take mm -hmm, you a step mm -hmm. further. This is the Aurora Smart Bulb Dimmer. In this case, you need bulbs that work that are Hue bulbs or work with what's called the Zigbee system. There's this Zigbee protocol, which is a very popular way of, you know, dealing with smart lights. You know, Amazon stuff uses it. But, but anyway, check this out. You get this thing. All right. First of all, you go in, you turn on your light switch to whatever on is in that room. And then guess what? There's a mounting base that you put right over the light switch while it's mm, turned on. I like that. I like you that. You screw it in and with pressure from the screws that you're turning, it both holds it to the switch cover and ensures that that stays in an up position. So far, so good. And then you pop a little cover on it and hang on a minute. Like two minutes ago, this was a light switch and now it's a dimmer, but I didn't have to change the. That's pretty cool. Because now you can control your lights with that dimmer switch. You can turn them off and off, off and on by clicking and stuff like that. And then you, we have one in our kitchen and we have one in the lounge. And yeah, I have more than one way to address everything. Voice tends to be the one I use least these days because I trust it the least, unfortunately. But like I've, we've got two different hue switches in the lounge. We've got one of those dimmers on the wall where, which was brilliant because like that covers up that switch that we prefer to always have stay on. You follow yeah. me? But isn't that clever? And you don't even have to like change. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, your mileage may vary. Like I say, it's, a, it's considered a quote friends of hue product. So if you're a hue family, a hue household, you have no problem at all. Um, and Zigbee also does, I don't know a ton about these specific, like the generic, what we call Zigbee products, but I do know there, there's like tons of them. It's one of those popular protocols for talking to smart things. How great is that, Dan? You should get an Aurora, Aurora smart bulb dimmer, and that would be good homework for you. Aurora smart bulb dimmer. Got it. And then I got, I got I like one that. more before we bounce. Is that okay? All now right. I'm not yes. precisely recommending this. But I'm kind of recommending this. Like, if you, well, okay. this is the one for everybody out there who's been rolling their eyes this whole time, going, like, you know, tell me something new, tell me something I don't know about, um, possibly. And that is the Eve button. Eve. <laughs> for some reason, I always want to say that, like in Wally. -E. Like That's in Wally. -E. Um, and with <laughs> this one, boy, this is a pretty clever thing. It has that form factor, like a lot of Eve things. It's like a little kind of around wrecked. This is true for the Eve weather. This is true for the Eve room. So Eve weather is basically, uh, you know, you put it outside and tells you what the weather is. An Eve room is a fairly overpriced but handy thing that shows you the temperature, relative humidity, and air quality. 
And in each one of these things, they all kind of, they're roughly the same size, roughly the same form factor. Um, you know, they're probably what, maybe two inches across, two inches square, two by two, maybe less than half an inch thick. And you can mount them on the walls. I put them up with Velcro command strips. It just makes them easier to take down and charge periodically. Oh, nice. But yeah. the button looks like that. It's just, it's black and it's got that big circle with a line on it that says, hey, I'm a button. I won't drag this out, but this is pretty wild. Eve is to me like the clear front runner in so much of this stuff right now. I mean, Eve energies are so great. We can get into this more later on about like once you go to this next level of like corner cases, edge cases, things you want to be able to control in clever ways. Boy, Eve is great. And on top of it all, as I've said before, the Eve app, which works on iOS and iPad, as well as, you know, runs on your Mac the iOS version is far and away the best one of these apps that a mainstream company makes. Like there are third party smart home apps you can get that are pretty good, but I don't think as I sit here today, there is any other app for doing home stuff that's as easy to use as powerful as flexible. And in fact, the Eve app does things that you kind of, once you start using, you kind of can't believe other apps can't do like it shows you your thread network. HomeKit doesn't do that. Almost nothing else shows you your home, your thread network, like who's who's mm -hmm. sleepy, who's awake, who's a border. Like it doesn't show you, like it does all of that. You can see a view that's, you can view it by type. So you, yeah, you can look at it by room, but you could also just look at battery power. Say, show me all the battery powers and then just scan for anything that's red that you know you need to go. Anyway, very, very good app. Eve products get my official okie dokie. Now, check this out. Now, you're a dumb guy and you've got an Airbnb. Wouldn't it be cool if you had a light in your Airbnb or a switch rather, where somebody walks in, they hit the button and, and something happens with lights and environment, right? Pretty cool, right? Mm -hmm, That's a good mm -hmm. kind of no brainer. Probably I would say really putting a regular switch there, even if it's actually a smart switch, which just looks like a, like that's probably still better for not having to explain to somebody how to interact with a black box, literally. But check this out. The Eve button under, interprets and understands three different things and it, it understands a click and understands a double click oh. and it understands a long press right so now the dumb guy version of that is you click it and the lights turn on right you click it again not dumb guy but you know what i mean you click it again the lights go yeah. off great perfect worth the price of admission right off the dome but the real heads will know that if you double click it it can also do a thing. Or if you long press it, it can do a different thing. It can do three different things. Pretty great. All in one literal button. Pretty great. Now here's the trick. And I forget, I learned this from one of the shovel blogs like a year or two ago, but check this mm -hmm. out. Um, when you go into the home app on iOS and you scroll down, uh, this is too broad in scope for discussion here, but you have the ability to basically create a shortcut inside of home. So, you know, you can make mm -hmm. shortcuts and shortcuts. You can do home stuff in home. Well, there's a way to say convert to shortcut. And now you get the functionality of a shortcut inside of, um, inside of a home automation. So guess what that mm. means? Remember what I said earlier about the bathroom and like detect yeah. what time of day and is the light on and stuff like that? Check this out. This is so clever. It's just, it's not an array. I guess it's technically a switch, whatever it's called. You go in and you say, Button number one, I'm going to assign this part of the shortcut. If 
Oh, that's I get yeah. where you're going yes. with this. That's so it's cool. So, it's that so is so smart. cool. So like pick pick one that's like like if there's like if there's a um <laughs> I think I may have a title. Uh if there's a hero <laughs> light in the room, in the same uh-huh, way there's a hero uh-huh. image on a blog post, if there's a hero light, like in our case the overhead light or whatever it is, you know, you know, in your in the room that you're going into, there is a room with many lights. There's one light that's like the really important one. So I could say, for example, if overhead light is on, then execute this scene. If overhead light is off, execute that scene. So you've technically got, I don't know how you describe it, six different things that you can do inside of that one button. It seems like in the most obvious instance, it's one, you know, two technically, right? It turns on, it turns off. Well, no, that turning on and turning off. Well, first of all, just turning on and just turning off without the user, the, the person manipulating the device ever needing to know it is you, there's logic baked into that. That could even include stuff like, is it this time of day? Is this happening? Is there presence? Are these things happening? So, so sorry, I'm dragging this out, but I want to make sure you really sit with that for a minute that, well, it's very cool. And, and, and like, and you just got a really good backdoor tip pardon my saying, but like, if you haven't done shortcut stuff in home, maybe you don't need to, but it's definitely worth looking at because boy, is it ever powerful. So you go in and you hit that button once and in, in, in a way that you don't need to see at all, it goes, hmm, that light is off. I guess he wants the lights on. Okay. So I have one of those by my front door here at the office, right? You ready for this? I come in, I hit that button once and it sets all my lights. Well, it depends. Mm. Are they off or on? Well, they're probably off, right? If I'm arriving. Um, it turns all of my lights on to a scene that I like. When I click it once again, it turns all of those off. Great. So far, so good. Worth the price of admission. But check this out. If I click it twice, it checks to see if the lights are on. This time, it does everything at that blast, super white, super bright, everything on setting. And then finally, double click, or sorry, uh, long, long press. Long press turns all of my fans on or off. All from that same switch. And it was all because of that little switch, well, I'm, I got namespace pollution now, the little if statement inside of um, shortcuts. Now, that may be more firepower than anybody ever needs. I found these to be pretty reliable. Battery life is not stellar, but not bad. You're gonna wanna get some of those little watch batteries to keep this thing happy. Right. But yeah. um, that, is, that is just tremendous. And this tech, but like the, 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 the technology developments and all this stuff are so wild. N- never let it be forgotten, last thing, that the Philips Hue switch, the thing that kicked all this off for me, I don't think we talk about this enough. That does not, it's not powered, right? There's no battery in the, in the Philips Hue switch. There's no electric in the Philips Hue switch. Well, how in the hell does it work? I don't know the name for this in engineering, but it was what I would call kinetic energy. So like you ever have one of those flashlights where you grind it and it turns on, zing, 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 zing. I think they have Mm -hmm. this at Chernobyl. And the light goes on from creating that friction energy. Over time, pressing those buttons is what charges a Phillips Hue switch. Did you know that? I did not. You ever wonder how, that's how it works. It works because pressing the buttons is what charges it. That's so cool. And Dan, it's like, oh my God, in this godforsaken, stupid effing smart home world that you would have technology like that, like almost second world technology, so brilliant. Like, oh, keep innovating, guys. That's some talk about switches. Anything else, anything we talked about here, anything I can do to help you with your guidance, to help you with your homework? You're, I think you should get an Aurora, Aurora smart bulb dimmer and try it. 
Do you have Hue? You don't have Hue. Mm -hmm. Do you have Hue at all? I have nothing yet. This is all new. Look it up. Go uh, go ask around. But I, that's a, that's a, well, if the Caseta worked, then the Aurora's got to work. You don't have that either. Yeah. Dan, no, you're going to spend yet. so much money. I know. <laughs> I, we should I thank know. our sponsors this week. Um, Hello Tushy and uh, Squarespace for paying for, for Dan's uh, switches. That's right. Thank I'd you, like guys. I'd to buy a new switch. We've got an old switch, but Let's I kind of want the OLED one. Yeah, OLED better. Splatoon 3 on there. That's what the kid plays. Three. Yeah, I like that one. You like that one? That's that, that Jizzy Paint game? I like two better, two better than three, actually. Oh, really? You think yeah. it's a regression? My, my kid does, too, yeah. yeah. Any other, anything else you want to do for this week? No. And maybe next week we'll maybe talk about sensors. Will you remember that? Maybe we'll talk about sensors. Oh, I will not forget because this is all I'm thinking about. Literally. Spare time. Well, at that point yeah. is PJ's push, pushing the vacuum. He brought his own vacuum. Well, he brought a, a better one the second time. A kid in pajamas came to your house twice with his own vacuum. Yeah. A Dan, you're a different person time. now. You used to worry about people who were doing rifle moves. You used to worry I about a red a crap light. About anything. You just don't care. You you're over it. I just don't care about anything. No. Huh. Well, say say what you will about care. the tenets of national. <laughs> At least it's an ethos. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just the final thing. Did you see? Did you see today's? Just went up. No, I haven't. Haven't seen it. Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the That's only one. one here who gives a shit about the rules? Market zero. I think we're a day or two away from Cynthia's dog jumping on him. Oh, awesome. Okay, let's button this up. I love you. I love you too, Merlin man. Yeah.